Good evening. Today is Wednesday, March 7th, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is We Agnostics, step two. And tonight we have Yanira sharing with us. Thank you, Yanira. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, Yanira, compulsive overeater. So grateful to be here this evening. Um, you know, I think the first time I ever shared at this meeting, I was a bumbling mess. So I hope that I am able to get to keep it together this evening. Um, but I'm I'm so glad that Heidi asked me to um, to uh, share this evening. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I have been in program for 13 months. It will be on the 19th. 13 months altogether, I believe. And, um, you know, when I first came in, I wasn't I didn't work with the sponsor right away. I didn't know what I was doing. All I know is somebody said to keep coming back. And that's exactly what I did. So I just, you know, I kept coming back. You know, I, I am one of those people who does as I'm told a people pleaser from way back, a teacher's pet, you name it. That's me. Um, whatever I can do to make your life easier, I am happy to do it. Right. So I just spent a lot of time, um, just being, um, I spent a lot of time in this pattern. Right. So when I walked into these rooms, um, you know, I, I was getting ready to turn 40, um, you know, I was having a lot of angst. I don't think I've I've experienced this much angst since middle school, but I think like I'm so grateful for all of the angst that I experienced experienced because it brought me here. Um, you know, I just I spent a lot of time talking to my therapist about all the things that were wrong in my life, how unhappy I had become. You know, it was just it's this, it was the same exact thing. Oh my gosh, I'm just getting fatter. This is a mess. I don't know what to do. Like I'm mad at my mom. Ugh. So this was just my script, like angry person turning 40. Ugh, my life's a mess. I hate that I'm not working, yada, yada, yada. So um, it was on one of my sessions that my therapist was like, you know what? I think that you were doing a number on yourself with food. Um, I think that you should consider going to a 12-step meeting. And I remember immediately recoiling from this idea and being like, ew, no, I don't want to. That sounds awful. Why would I do that? She's like, well, what other ideas do you have? <laughs> what other ideas do you have? Uh, well, you know, I can't tell you that I have other ideas. Don't I pay you money for you to fix me? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? So, you know, I think I was just ready to listen. And so she said, just go check it out. You know, I, I didn't do much research. So I went to one in the middle of the day. I found a meeting. I went on the OA website. I think I, it took me a couple of weeks. Um, I went on the OA website. I looked for a meeting. I didn't go to any specific. Um, I just went to the main website and it was just a lot of information all at once. And they told me to take a quiz. I took a quiz. And I was just like, ah, I don't, I don't like the answer to this quiz. <laughs> um, what a mess, right? But anyway, I made it through that first initial meeting. And I immediately booked an appointment with my therapist. And I was like, you know, I think you're right. Someone said to come back, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and it'll be a different experience. So they're like, give it six meetings. So, you know, 
come back, give it six meetings. What is it? Am I keep am I coming back all the time or what, what, what happens? So I'm glad that I just was able to listen to instructions or suggestions, I should say. Um, and I found myself here before I knew it. You know, um, someone said, hey, I think that you should check out a vision for you. I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, I was on this phone meeting for a while and, you know, the floodgates opened and I started to realize that this was such a big deal. Like it wasn't just like, Hey, a support group of people helping people. This is not what this is. No, this is a fellowship of people who know exactly what you are going through at any given moment. What a gift, right? So, um, you know, one of the fellows here, uh, the lovely Nancy P called me out of the blue. And I remember I was working this job. I was working I was working this really sad job in where I was just um, processing. Um, what was I processing? I was processing uh, uh, these. Um, I can't. I'm I'm losing my train of thought here. I was doing a lot of data entry at the time, and I remember I was just like, you know, I'm just everything felt really tight. Everything around money felt tight. Food felt tight. Clothes felt tight everything felt tight. Like it felt like I was not going to be able to breathe pretty soon. And I remember just living in a lot of fear at this moment in time. And so when Nancy called, she was just like, Hey, just doing my outreach calls. I'm like, this sweet angel called me to do some outreach. Whoa, this is okay. Cool. And so um, we played phone tag for a while. And then I finally got her on the phone and I immediately began cry. You know, she was so sweet to just reach out to me and I immediately began to cry. I was like, I don't know what to do besides just coming to meetings. I don't know what to do. She's like, we're, you'll be okay. She was the first person who came to my rescue and said, you are going to be okay. And believing this person that I had just met over the phone, that I was going to be okay, felt like a bit of a stretch. But I think that the gift that I had been given at this moment in time, at this juncture in my life, was the gift of absolute desperation. Like I was desperate. I was ready to change, but I didn't know what all of that change entailed. I didn't know. I, I just was not, I was just like, whatever, these people are going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get an A. It's going to be great. Um, and so, you know, before I knew it, I had my first sponsor. I was on my way. And then, you know, everything kind of just came together. Right. And one of the things that I was told, um, minutes, uh, thank you. One of the things that I was told, I remember was, um, what was it? Oh gosh. what a mess! I was told, you know, in, when I would read, when I would hear the steps read aloud at meetings, I was like, what does this mean? You know, step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Now, what does that mean? So I have to believe, what do I have to believe, right? Um, at this point in my life, like my relationship with God was kind of all over the place. I, I was really angry at God. Um, I had experienced the death of every single one of my parents, of every single one of my parents. They were all gone. I was technically an orphan at 32. And so I was just left 
being real mad. I was just a really angry and salty individual. So I threw myself into all of my weird and fucky coping mechanisms. I was doing a lot of drugs. I was doing, I was working. Um, I was sleeping around. I was doing all of these things just to be able to get through my day. And so when I kind of finally stepped out of that, I was just like, I don't know what to do. And now I'm being told that I need to believe in God. This is going to be hard. But, you know, the concept, the concept of choosing one's own conception of God was something that I was just like, oh, okay, well, tell me more. I'd like to wrap my head around this concept. What does that mean? Is a rock, what, sunshine, a gust of wind? Like Jesus, who, who am I believing in? Right. Um, so, you know, it, it took a long time for me to be okay with even being like, all right, I think I'm ready to put my faith into God, whatever God is. I just, I don't know. All I know is that I'm really angry. I, I, I've spent a lot of time feeling abandoned by God. Like I, how can I put my faith in how can I, how can I believe at this point? And so I think I was just sitting around in my room one day reading, reading, reading some, I think I was reading, um, um, Bill's story. And I remember just feeling so much. And, you know, I also, when I first went through the big book, I just read it front to back and I was like, good, I don't have to read that ever again. (laughs) I don't have to pick that up ever again. It's just, I read it. It's great. Uh, Fantastic. Couldn't put it down. 10 out of 10. Um, But I also didn't understand any of the things that were being told to me. I didn't understand. I also didn't relate because I never had a drinking problem. Why am I reading this stuff about alcoholics? This is so weird. How is it going to help me with food? It's like, oh, no, dumb. You just have to replace food with alcohol. And there you are. So, um, you know, I didn't want to twist my arm. I didn't want to do a lot of things, but, you know, I just was like, all right, cool. So one day I'm sitting there um, reading and I remember I got on my knees and I, I, I just put, I didn't know what came over me, but I was like, God, I don't know if you're there. I don't know if you exist. I don't know if you're with me, but I really need you to help me. I don't know what that means, but please, I, I need you now more than I ever have ever in my life, you know, and I've grown up around people telling me, encomendate a Dios, Dios es grande, Dios te cuida, you just have to put your faith in God, he will provide, he will take care of you. Dios es grande was something that I always heard someone say, Dios es grande. Um, I'm Afro-Latino. I was raised with my Salvadorian parents. So um, it was just kind of like, God is, God is big. He provides, he knows what he's doing. He knows why. And me being, being very much a person who just didn't want to believe anymore. I think out of politeness, I'd be like, yes, amen. Dios es grande. He is big. It's true. You know, my aunt still to this day, every time I leave her house, she's like, encomendate a Dios. And I was just like, what does that even mean? Encomiéndate a Dios. It means to put your trust in God because he will take care of you. And I think I finally started believing. This program helped me believe in my higher power. You know, um, 
10 minutes. Thank you. Um, this program helped me believe, believe, because I was hard nosed. I was like, nope, mm -mm, you're not going to get me with that. No. I had friends who would be like, come to church with me. I had family who was like, come to church. You should be, you'll be fine. I'd never wanted any of that. Right. Um, so when I came across, um, you know, uh, page 52, um, in we agnostics, right, right down at the bottom, when we saw others solve their problems by a simple reliance upon a, upon the spirit of the universe, we had to stop doubting the power of God. Our ideas did not work, but the God idea did, right? What does that mean? To me, it meant like, hey, you're a jerk, right? Stop believing, you know, just stop relying on your own self, right? You have to be able to put your trust, put your faith, put your faith in this. And it took a lot of trust. It took a lot of trust for me to finally say, okay, I believe I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to put myself in your hands. I'm ready to put myself in your care. After that, everything came easy. Everything came easy. I still struggle with some things for sure, but, um, being able to not be angry at God at this moment in my life feels like such an absolute blessing. This whole time I thought that God had walked away from me, that God was punishing me for being a selfish daughter. God was punishing me for being angry. God was being, God was being vengeful to me. I just thought I was just... I just felt like a mess all the time. I was like, why did God punish me? Why did God take my mom away? Why did he take grandma away? Why did he leave me all alone? Why? It's so many questions. But the minute that I let all of that go and just put my trust in my higher power, that was it. I was off to the races. You know, who would have thought? You know, I think in the beginning, I was just like, hey, you know, if I lose some weight, that'll be great. I'm gonna look cute. It's gonna be fine. Um, but that's not even what any of this was about. This program has taught me how to be a fully functioning adult. And it's still hard. You know, I have to really work my program. I have to really make it a point to connect to others. Sometimes it's the hardest thing to just pick up the phone and call a fellow and say, hey, how are you? I am so hardwired to want to stay in self-pity. I am so hardwired to want to just wallow and sadness to just be my regular self so the minute that i'm able to check myself and say nope i'm gonna take a moment i'm just gonna go pray for a second i'm just gonna go pray and take the edge off whatever this whatever's happening right now i need to regroup and um sometimes you know saying my serenity prayer saying my third step prayer sometimes it doesn't stick and the only thing that does is picking up the phone and calling someone and saying hey How's it going? Um, I've received so many gifts and just being able to witness the miracles happen for myself, the miracles happen for others every day in this program is such a blessing. You know, I never thought that when I came in here weighing 317 pounds and six ounces, because I'll never forget. Um that I would ever lose 73 pounds. I never thought, you know, I, I'd seen people, people talk about it all the time. They're like, oh, it's, it's happening. It's happening. 
they say not to leave before the miracles happen. And I just made it a point to stick around. <laughs> like I am, I am a piece of gum on this fellowship's shoe. You're not going to get rid of me. I'm just going to stick on. I'm going to hang on. Um, you know, I have been blessed to work with two sponsors, you know, the one that took me from one to 11. And then my current one has taken me through 12. Um, I have had the experience. I have had the, um, I've been lucky enough to have sponsees come and go, you know, I think in the beginning, or I was like, what am I going to do? Someone's going to come and ask me for help. What am I going to do? How am I going to do that? How am I going to be able to carry this message? Whoa. Do I even, do I even, can I even carry that message? Can I, can I pay this forward to somebody? And I think me being, of course, hardwired to get in my own head about the simplest things, like, oh, I'm in a tizzy about something that is so simple. Just pick up the phone, get on the phone, 15. talk to someone. Thank you so much. Get on the phone, talk to someone. You'll be okay. If you don't have the answers, that's okay. Someone has the answers. You don't have to know everything. And, um, you know, sometimes there is a, I revert back to being seven and being um, worried that I don't have the right answer on my paper. Sometimes I worry about that. And I'm just like, you are okay. You are fine. You know, the we can copy off of someone else. We can ask somebody for help. That's the beauty of this program. And so um, I have been able to stop isolating myself to stop keeping myself away from others. Um, sometimes I'd get hard. I, I would feel bad because I'm just like, I'm being a really shitty fellow today. I didn't call anybody. I didn't make any outreach calls. I didn't do anything. I'm not of service. Ugh. But again, the minute I start feeling that way now, I'm just like, all right, stop. We're going to go to a meeting. We're going to call somebody. We're going to do something. We're going to take some sort of action. The beauty of this program is that it works. It really does. You just have to trust and believe that you will be taken care of. And sometimes that's the hardest part, just trusting and believing that you are safe and that you are cared for, you are loved, you are important, and then you, and that you matter. What a gift, right? Somebody told me early on in my program, Pray for willingness, the willingness to take action, the willingness to show up. Willingness is something that I pray for all of the time. I think it's a thing I pay for the most. Um, but I'm so blessed to be able to have a relationship with my higher power that I just never had before. Sometimes it's hard to believe that he has my back. And that's when I'm in the thick of it, right? Like the minute I start to get comfortable and say, hey, I can ease up. Everything is fine. The food is fine. I don't have to worry about X, Y, and Z. No, that's when I have to, that's when I have to jump in and hold on and really work my program. Um, you know, I, my abstinence consists of three meals a day, no sugar. 
I can't sit there and say that it doesn't, it, 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 it's the best. I, I love it. You know, sometimes it's hard. I want more. I'm always going to want more and that's okay. This program has also taught me that feelings are 100% okay. They are natural and you are not immune to them. And they're a beautiful thing to experience, whether that be anger, whether that be sadness, whether that be joy, whatever it is. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to feel them without having to numb out on food, without having to use other coping mechanisms just to get through because you're just feeling overwhelmed with what it is that you're feeling. Um, what an absolute joy to be able to share with you today. Um, you know, sometimes I don't want to be of service. I don't. Sometimes I'm just having a day. That's okay. But I will always jump at an opportunity to be of service to others in this program because so many have been of service to me. So many people have answered my phone calls and said, hey, how's it going? Just checking in. One minute. Thank you. Wanted to see if you need anything. The community in these rooms is something that I had never experienced before. You know, community is something that I didn't believe existed. And I am so grateful to be able to be your sister in this program. You know, um, I am so blessed for my brothers and sisters in this program, for my OA family. Um, sometimes it's just so overwhelming to be in, in this much love. And so um, with that being said, thank you so much for allowing me the space to be here with you all this evening. And um, thank you for letting me share my experience, strength, and hope with you all. Thank you. Thank you, Yanira. That was beautiful. You're a doll. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to um, ask a question or share, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone, and the Zoom host We'll call the raised hands, or actually I'll call the raised hands in order, um, and, but Zach will ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, and Angela, would you continue to time for three minutes for shares and questions? Thank you so much. And, um, and if Yanir is asked a question, please allow her three minutes to answer. All right, well, who would like to share tonight? Uh, yep, go for it, Meredith. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Meredith, compulsive, recovered compulsive overeater in Tennessee. Um, thank you, Yanira. Kali, that was beautiful. Um, a few things. Um, <clears throat> you said, I mean, this is nothing earth shattering. And you're right. We just copy off of each other. That's, it's just, keeps, we just keep passing this stuff around, but sometimes it just feels so earth shattering, you know? 
um, but a fellowship of people who uh, know exactly what you're going through at any given moment. It, it is an, an amazing thing. Um, when I started back this time around in May, um, I was calling people who, of course, I didn't know. And we would just, you know, dive right into a call. And at the end, um, like we would really connect. And then I'd be like, wait, what's your name? <laughs> like, that is amazing. It's just like all in the spirit. I love it. Um, and then you said, um, you're like, I'm going to get an A, which that to me was like one of my downfalls in the, in the, when I first came in. Um, and I didn't, cause I didn't get that next part, which, um, you know, it's trusting in God. And, and then you touched on that when you're talking about sponsorship. And I just was talking to a fellow today about what a relief it is to not know, to not know the answer. I don't need to know. Um, that has taken a long time for me to just like apprehend, you know, um, but it's so beautiful. And the more I fellowship with you all and the more I'm in, you know, in the herd and reading and podcasts and meetings, um, I'm just so blessed to, to get to live this life. It's okay. Now I'm going to start. It's just so beautiful. So I love you all too. And thank you, Yanira. That was really just spot on. Thanks. Thank you, Meredith. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. Hey, guys. Yanira. Um, Kelsey, Compulsible Reader. <sighs> Yanira, that was beautiful. Um, and I have to thank you for putting your hand in mine last night um, in the outreach call because I needed it. And you were there and that's exactly like what you just said earlier about, you know, like it's, this is this big, like it's this big, it's this available. Like I can, I can call anyone like at any time of the day. And like, I am met with love and understanding and like a lot of my life, it was like self-induced isolation, right? Like family was always available. Like people were always available. I was unavailable. Like I, I was completely unavailable to th that love and to that understanding that that was there. But I, I didn't know that I, I knew that I needed it, but I didn't think I deserved it or I don't know. Um, and this fellowship has taught me how, how to love and how to receive love. And, um, I am, um, I'm, I'm back from, I don't know if it's a slip or if it's a relapse or whatever it is I picked up on Sunday night. And I, I did, I prayed for that willingness. I prayed for the willingness to be honest with my sponsor. I prayed for the willingness to be honest with fellows. Like I prayed, I prayed, I like I did cause I needed help. And, um, today is day three and like, in the past when I would go out, like 
it would be like months it would be years like it would like and so I I just I feel so grateful that I was given the gift of willingness because like anything in life like we have to you have to ask for it and it all starts with the desire to to want it um and yeah so thanks for letting me share thank you kelsey Hey, Amy. Hi. Amy B. Compulsive Overeater, living very gratefully in a recovered state today. Uh, thank you so much, Lisa and Zach, for your service. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, Yanira, thank you so much for your beautiful share. I, I um, know I was, and I apologize to everybody in the room for having to be off camera and distract, uh, uh, but I have listened to every single word. Um, I just feel so connected to the way that you talk about this and like hearing your program and like, I know you and I know like there's no crosstalk, but like, I just, I listen to you talk about your higher power and the way you've come through this program and like the willingness and like to have been able to watch that for a while, just because we've been in these rooms together and like, you know, the gods and goddesses have been kind enough to throw us together a few times. Like, I'm just so grateful to have gotten to, you know, like walk this path with you and then to hear you talk tonight. And again, like it was clearly my circumstances this evening are not great, but when I heard that you were going to be speaking on step two, like I, I, you know, I had to, you know, show up, you know, to hear my sister. And I love to hear you say that. And I just feel so honored to be in your family. So, um, and that goes for everybody else here too, because um, yeah, like we do this together. We do this together. And these individual relationships that we get to see in these rooms are, 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 reflecting out um, like candles in a mirror to, to each of us. When you see it, you get that light too. Um, and when I see the, when I see people thanking each other for outreach calls and talking about how we reached out, I get to bask in that glow of that light also. So um, I'm, I'm sort of grateful in a circle and a mirror um, for everybody here tonight. That's it, I pass. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Eileen. Hi, everybody. I am Eileen. I am a uh, recovering compulsive overeater. I came late uh, to the meeting. Um, 
but I'm really glad to be here. And Yanira, um, I got to hear the last few minutes of your share and just seeing that you're here, um, my heart just like broke open. Um, and it's a pleasure, always a pleasure. Um, you know, this, uh, week, week Gnostics, um, I've been doing a lot of thinking about God and, and the, and where God is in my life these days. And when things are going really easy, <laughs> God is really like there. <laughs> it's so easy to see God when things are, when things are, um, very clear and very easy for me and not that things are just so easy all the time, but things have been, you know, when there have been times where things have been sort of easy. And, uh, right now I'm under, um, some, a lot of unknown in my life. And, um, uh, I'm actually talking over it's, this is a beautiful thing that's happening right now. My, my son, is in the other room and he is playing on his, on with, on the computer and he's laughing and it is so wonderful to hear him laughing on the computer. And that is just bringing me so much joy. Um, and you know what, that, that is God to me. Um, that is God. Um, but I, I keep thinking about that song, like that song, like define gravity, close your eyes and leap. Um, and I kind of feel like that's what I need to be doing right now is really closing my eyes and, and leaping. Um, and this program is, is all about that. It's, it's all about closing my eyes and just knowing that I'm going to be held and protected no matter what no matter what, because even if all the decisions that I make are wrong, the right decisions are going to come from that. They just are. And it's like, I, I continue to need to be reminded of that. Um, and coming to these meetings reminds me of that. And seeing all your beautiful faces and names. And even when you don't, oh, so fun. It's just so great. I'm just going to listen to him laugh and talk and, and then watch you all tonight for the next 15 minutes and just enjoy that. Anyways, I'm just really glad to be here. I'm glad that I was able to make it tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Nair. Thank you, Eileen. Uh, Angela, go ahead. Setting my timer. Hey, everyone. I'm Angela, gratefully recovered, compulsive overeater and bulimic. Um, so great to be here tonight. Um, thank you, everybody who's doing service. And um, Yanira, it was so wonderful hearing you. You are like a breath of fresh air. You know, just you are radiating recovery. And um, it is so wonderful to share this space with um other gratefully recovered, you know, folks. Um, and uh, I heard so much that I could relate to um, this idea of finally having a community, right? Because I did not ever fit in anywhere. Um, and even, you know, my family of origin was pretty fractured, 
And so, um, you know, that's really not a support that I ever, I've ever used or gone to. Um, but I think, I think having the support, you know, I came in through another program and I was in that program for uh, six years uh, before I recovered, you know, until I came into OA. Um, I did not, I, I just got stuck, you know, cause I was still using my food. Um, and when I finally came in here and saw what community and fellowship was actually like, and understood that I could have my higher power be what I need it to be. Um, you know, it's such a wonderful exercise, you know, what would, you know, instead of this punishing God that I grew up with and judgmental God, you know, to do that exercise with sponsees and ask them what, what would, how would you rewrite your higher power? You know, what would you need from it? What would make it, um, what would make it comfortable to go to it? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it is it is something it is it is an, an essence that is um, supportive and loving and always there, no matter what, um, that doesn't allow me to feel alone ever. Um, and, uh, you know, this this program in this room in particular has given me such um, such a ray of hope and um such a belief uh that i know this program works you know i'm coming up on two years abstinence like i can't even believe the amount of food neutrality and the amount of um uh just gratitude on a daily basis of really seeing seeing how it works in other people right that's that's how we recover we see it first in other people and we start considering I started considering what if it could work for me too. And that is my time. Thank you so much.